All right. Welcome back to the Ultimate Unofficial VeggieTales podcast. I'm here today with Gord Animations, and guys, I am so excited. How is it going, Gord? Who's that? That would be you. Ah, I'm a Gord? Oh, well, I'm assuming. Nice. Or a cucumber, or an asparagus, or a tomato. Well, I do have Gord in my name. That's right, that's right. So, that was just my assumption. Working on any new animations or renders? I mean, I've been working on renders. I Have you seen those? I have. They look amazing. Yes. I've got a whole cast, a cor- cor- cornucopia of vegetables going on right now. Nice. And I've been trying to put as much detail on them as possible. Awesome. Yeah, yes. I'll, I'll, I noticed with your um, your renders, it's like, it, it makes me think of like early 2000s VeggieTales, but it's like, there's a different art style to it too. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, it's just, like Veggie Tales got upgraded. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's a very specific there's a very specific reason why I'm making these rigs, and it's a reason that I can't really say right now. I want to keep it in secret. Okay, okay. <laughs> there's some. There's probably some people, like a a very small amount of people, who do or do not listen to the podcast who know exactly what it is and i've been talking to them about it okay okay but like yeah it is kind of that problem where i did the same thing with some of my weird owl animations for a while i had this like big project going on and i didn't reveal it for the longest time and you know because at any point like things could just fall apart yeah i know what you mean blender animations are tough yeah I mean, that's just generally for any production. So I, the, I would feel bad if I would just like announce something and then some part along the w- line, things fall apart. And then I have to go, well, never mind. Yeah, that's not actually happening, guys. Sorry, I don't know what happened. That's always I've, disappointing when people. I've slipped that. my finger and my peanut butter and jelly sandwich got jammed into the disk box of my computer. Yeah, now my vegetables won't jump anymore larry ex has stopped working or was it larry exe stopped working? larry that exe stopped jumping and he he stopped breathing i don't know what happened <laughs> it's like i don't know where to go from here i do i cannot make him jump move or dance if he cannot breathe i think that's, that's the correct. first beginning point of that that's very correct my favorite part of your renders is the detail like you have to like i'm just now noticing this looking at your render the chocolate bunnies on Mr. Lunt's hat. Yes. That's too cool. That is just too cool. That was really, like, all the detail that I've done on, like, all the characters. My favorite one that I've done is Junior. I oh, really yeah. like the texture I put on him, and I put, like, a slightly different texture on his parents. I haven't seen Junior's parents yet rendered. Have, have well, you yeah, because I haven't released that. Okay, okay. I'm looking forward to seeing it. <laughs> Your storyboards are amazing. Well, thank you. It's like I mean, they're extremely rushed. No, they look great. They look like Pixar quality stuff. I could put more time and effort into them, but like they are only for me. No, they look to, amazing to go on. They look amazing. I like your uh, your second channel. I'm on there a lot. Sometimes just rewatching those. I saw oh. your, your polka test the other day, and I hadn't heard of the song breakdown yet, so that's pretty oh. exciting. Have you not heard the whole song? I have. I hadn't until like three days ago when I found your animation, your focus test. 
so good. It is. So I good. love that song. It is so good. I had I had never heard that. Whenever I can find a little gym like that, it's always exciting. It's mainly mainly just because I have such a special place in my heart for polka music. Oh, for sure, for sure. Weird Al did some good stuff with that. I mean, it's like that began with Veggie Tales, really. It did. It did. Because uh, the theme song is a polka, which I hadn't thought about for a while. It was, it was some point in my life where I was having a conversation with my sister and my brother. We were all having a conversation together. And my sister asked, just like off secondhandedly asked, like, what's your favorite music genre? And then I started thinking about all the songs that I like, mostly VeggieTales songs. Oh, and the, sure. my favorite ones were the polkas. It was uh, Yodeling Veterinarian of the Alps, which yeah. is my favorite silly song, mostly just because of the polka. A good one. Uh, eight Polish Christmas Dishes and the theme song. And it's yeah. like, oh, I guess polka is my favorite genre. And then she just said, I've never heard you talk about polka before in my life. And I thought, well, that's that's a pretty good point. <laughs> but then from there, I started... From there, I started like researching like a lot of polka stuff. And that's what really got me into music. And that's how I got to Weird Al. Because I got uh, Bohemian Polka recommended to me at some point, And it intrigued me so much because I loved polka. And I had just heard Bohemian Rhapsody for like the first time a few days before that. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, that's just kind of worked out that way, I guess. Yeah, and then we got it here. Well, that still is my favorite video that I've done. Oh, yeah. That was really good. That one came out, like, exactly how I wanted it to. Such a groovy guy was one of my favorites. That one's fine. That one's good, too. But it's the lighting. That's the only problem I have with that one is the lighting. I could have done with the lighting, done better with the lighting. And I figured out how to fix that now. Yeah, that's kind of tough to go back and redo, but it looks good. I mean, I like it. I couldn't have done that. <laughs> What's well, not the going redo? Is that I've been starting to really go into color correcting. Oh, wow, well, got you. I think Jackson, if you noticed, Jackson good too. Hmm? Jackson Park. Oh, Jackson Park Express. Yeah, that one looked really good. I don't like that one that much. Oh no, no, I love it, man. I mean, I guess, I guess being the one who made it and thinking, oh, I could make stuff better than that, then I get where you're coming from. But for me, like if you go to my main channel, I've used Blender once. I have no clue what I'm doing with it. And watching this, it's like, oh my gosh, this guy's, yeah. this guy's amazing. Well, my problem with that one is, is that it's like, it was a fairly low point. Because if you look at the date that I uploaded that, it is precisely one year, like after my last one. And I was severely disappointed in that with myself. Oh, I liked it. I thought it was really good. A lot of it's really rushed. I've watched I just it. don't like If there was anyone that I wish I, I could redo, it would be that one. Yeah, I just get on your channel and watch the video multiple times. It's like it's like an official VeggieTales short film. The voice even works with Larry, you know? It does. Perfect. Because Weird Al always does those. Like, if you've heard him talk normally, he doesn't sound anything like that. But he always does that that thing in the throat when he sings and it sounds like Larry. Oh yeah, he has that nasal voice. He does, he does. The Larry remembers Larry is just too good. <laughs> that was good. I remember uh, Welcome to Land of Nothing Next. That What's was it? the first one that he shouted me out, out on. That's right, W-I-T-L-N or something? Yeah, W-T-L-N. I couldn't remember if there was an I in there, maybe not. 
somewhere. Letty's missing in there somewhere. It's <laughs> it's a someone it's somewhat unconventional name, but he was a great guy all around. He was. He was. I'm not. I never was clear as to why he left, but I, I miss his stuff. Uh, I was like front row seat as to why. Uh-oh. I I could not blame him, but I still miss him. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure there's... I wish I got to talk to him more because I have, like, severe social anxiety. No, oh, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, he's, he's good. I can do this. I can, like, talk to people, but I have a lot of trouble texting. Oh, yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Just thinking you're going to say the wrong thing or something. Uh, yeah. We've all We've all been there. We've all been there. I mean, I've gotten better. I mean, the fact that I'm doing this, I think, speaks volumes to how much progress I've made on that. Oh, for sure, for sure, yeah. And you know, this is just, you know, we're just having fun here, right? Yeah, we're just having a dandy, good old time. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. Just popping over, popping over in the drinks. Got, got ha- having some fun. Chatting veggie tales. Chatting some veggie tales. Absolutely, absolutely. I love the texture paint you use on your renders. I just have to say. Yes, I've been having so much fun with that lately. That's awesome. I because uh, I've recently been taking just like a few classes on modeling, and that's really invigorated me to put in more detail into a lot of my models, and then for going into like texture painting. Literally on all my models right now, every single object and character has a texture except for their eyes. I mean, I'm just looking at the countertop. Like you have the little pattern in the tile. Ah, yes. It's so cool. Like it almost looks like the countertops rendered in, um, what's it, cycles and the characters are rendered in EV. That's yeah. Like, the, you know, the cycles makes it a little more. I, just, I went crazy with that one. Because so cool. uh, I, I did a thing where if you look at the countertop at the right angle, you can see little vegetable footprints like on the countertop. So cool. I went absolutely crazy with it. I did that all in like one day. I love that. I'm telling you what. Have you have you thought about sending these in? Like you you know what big ideas making nowadays, and it's kind of you know, it, it just doesn't look like what they used to make. I have mean you, have you thought about sending your stuff in and showing them what you can do and you know, seeing if you could work for them and bring back that original there is a problem with unsolicited like packages and things like that well i guess not back unsolicited emails i guess it would be legally i cannot wait wait you mean like you couldn't email them and talk to them i could not because uh i've emailed nbcu well no it's the thing where it's like it's a legal thing where like the best example i've heard of it is like you know you have let's say i have a VeggieTales script that i've been working on for so long and I send it into them like in from a legal standpoint if I send it into them and they open it up and read it and say no we're not interested if they do anything close to what I have written I could sue them oh oh I get what you mean yeah so like unsolicited uh, packages emails or anything like they do not open ever I feel like there's, you know, since I own the characters and whatnot, I feel, I feel like, I don't know, like, I feel like if you sent it in and said, I don't know, like, maybe if you emailed them and, and told them it's okay if they do something similar, I don't know. I mean, like, no, an okay over email is, like, very good legally. 
That is that is tough. I, know. <laughs> I would like have to get a contract, which I is look at it. sorry, go ahead. Which is like extremely tough. It is like there's one out of fifty chance that they would offer me a contract, and like all the other times they say no, they are liable for me suing them. I just look at it like this. I say like, you know, these characters are trademarked. They own the trademark of these characters. Fan art's legal if you're not making money off of it. And it's like, if they want to use my fan art, I'm not going to, you know, I don't care. If they want to use my idea or my fan art, you know. I mean, yeah. But I know there's just a legal standpoint of that where it's like, you know. I'm not saying that I would sue them. It's yeah, just yeah, that, like, I know what you mean. any threat that they have of being sued, like, no, is I, I a threat. I know what you're saying. I'm saying, like, how I would look at it if I were them. It's like, well, we own the characters anyway. Like, they used Nantika's Dario's. Um, they they did. They paper. That was kind of funny. That was funny. Yeah, but I mean, you but know. He took it like a champ. He did. He did. I mean, I think he was pretty happy about it. I mean, I'm I'd be sure, about it. I'm not sure how I would feel. Um, I don't have his same, like, attitude with uh, trying to get a job for Big Idea. I'm just happy doing what I do over yeah, here. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I like what you do, too, because it's original. You're using these characters to make fan art that's original. It's yeah. like not in danger of like getting your stuff taken down or something. You're not just like ripping the episodes. Well, I still am. <laughs> well, I mean, not really. I mean, I, maybe, maybe, but your stuff gets claimed, so it's it's authorized. I guess so. If you want to look at it that way, I look at it like I mean, like when you upload it, right? And it has a song, and YouTube senses a song, right? Yeah. And then when you go through all the checks, it will say copyrighted content found in your video. The copyright owner is allowing you to use the content. And that's yeah. what I focus on. If it says they're allowing me to, as far as I'm concerned, being authorized is being told I'm allowed to use it. And if they're saying I'm allowed to use it, then it's authorized. Yeah. So that, that's this copyright stuff. This is all legal mess. I'm no lawyer. No, it's it's nuts. I just, I, I think you're good with what you're doing. Though. It's all crazy complicated. I mean, I'm just, yeah, I'm good with what I'm doing. Yeah, you I'm fine with what I do. even if they like take it down, I'll still be fine. I mean, I'm still alive. I'm still breathing. I can still make things. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And if you're not making money off it, you're not risking any major consequence, you know? Yeah. Yeah, fan arts, fan arts, good stuff. I think I feel like companies kind of encourage. I, I don't know if you're if if when you're not making money off it, I think companies encourage fan art. You know? It depends on the company. Yeah, it does. I feel like VeggieTales has commented on fan art and obviously used it, so I, I feel like they're okay with it. That was also funny. I know, it was crazy seeing that. <laughs> I have a screenshot of that on my phone. I found it really funny. <laughs> so cool. And then, I'm sorry, do you, you know GoMino? Mm -hmm. The streaming site, GoMino? I've heard of it. I know they're putting up all the new VeggieTales stuff on there. I think that's what, isn't that what Jellyfish Labs turned into? Maybe. Because I remember looking up Jellyfish Labs one day and then Minnow popped up. So I'm going to guess. This is not official. This is not my... I'm probably wrong about this, but I think Jellyfish Labs got bought by Minnow. Very possible. Very possible. I'm not, I'm not entirely sure. Anyway, they use, they use Liam Tahini's fan render on there. Ah. The entertainment thumbnail. If you look that up. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah strange it's all strange this is a strange world we live in it vegetables is. talking they tell bible stories but they can't go to heaven what's for up real? with that for real come on it's so, so they strange they've earned, they've earned heaven 
I mean, they they've been teaching the. Well, Bible. they can't. I think they can go to heaven, but I, they don't. They can't have a redemptive relationship with God. That's I it. Think, That's just it. I think they can go to heaven. They just can't tell you that. <laughs> They're keeping it from us. They're, They're keeping, keeping their us. secrets. That's right. It's all. It's all a big conspiracy. Like how they can hold things. Yeah, for real. <laughs> I know. It'd My be- see what I think. My headcanon for that, which I did get from one of the audio commentaries, is that it is special effects. If you remember from the Jonah commentary. Yeah. With Mr. Lent and Larry. Oh, that was so good. Yeah. I I just re-listened to that like a week ago. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's good stuff. I've listened to it so many times. So what is the process of making an animation? Like when you're when you hear a song and you're like, oh, that would work well for VeggieTales animation, and you're making this fan art, like, like, what, what is the process? What's the first thing you do? You see, the thing is, is that uh, I listen to the song and I get an idea for it. That hasn't happened to me for a good five years. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I know what you mean. One of the, because you know what I've been doing with all my animations. Uh, no, I, I've just seen them on YouTube. No, you haven't. Some people have figured it out. I haven't officially announced it. I've hinted towards it, I think. But I've been making them all into a storyline. Oh, really? Yes. Okay, okay. It's like starting from Traffic Jam, going all the way up to now. I think I have like three songs left. But like all of those is a storyline with like Larry trying to deal with Petunia's rejection. I got you. I got you. I can. I got. It's this whole weird Al musical saga that I'm calling "Since You've Been Gone." Nice. I like that. Yes. You think I would have cut on? I've seen your videos so many times, but I got a playlist. Look, you go my playlist. Go video. You can scroll through it. I think I'm running up to thirty minutes now. I think the full thing is like forty-five minutes once I finish it. Oh wow! You gonna put them all in one big video in the end? Yes, I am. I see how everybody thinks. I see everybody go through the emotional roller coaster of Larry deep diving into a big dark depression. Oh, and we'll have a big celebration. The end of silliness all over again. It was fun because it's Weird Al singing about his depression. That's awesome. That is awesome. I love that. So that part, like I getting the idea, has been pretty easy for me because I've had this all planned out for a few years now. Yeah, yeah. It's just the matter of making them, which is the difficult part. Oh, for sure, because you got to go through the process. So, is storyboards? Would you say that's the first thing you do? Start storyboarding it? No. No. The first thing that I do is I do. I've started doing it like. Uh, I I just started doing it with my last video, but I've been doing it with like everything that I've done ever since. But I do a rough cut. Okay. Which is just like chicken scratches. Okay. Okay. I just do chicken scratches and I'm edited to the song and it's just like, whatever. I have a thing now because I, I spend a lot of time in pre-production, like more than 50% of the time that I take on my videos is spent on storyboarding and concept art. Okay. Okay. And the, the reason for that is like the... Uh, it's a lot easier to draw something than to like completely model and texture and make materials on something and just go, 
this isn't working. I have to completely redo that. Yeah, I know what you mean. I got you. I'm very much the kind of person who would rather do things really well than really fast. Yeah. And that's why my videos take so long. That's fair enough. So I spend like so much time drawing everything, trying to get the composition of each shots through the drawings, trying to design everything drawing wise, paint everything. I've been starting doing color scripts since such a groovy guy. Those have been very useful and very fun to do. How did the, how did the color script work? Like, like, again, they're just chicken scratches. I just like go into my painting software yeah. and I just choose colors, see which ones look good together. And then whenever I'm done with all the animation, once I get into lighting, I just try to match the lighting with the colors, not a hundred percent, just like value wise, trying yeah. to get all the darks and the lights correctly. Because at the very least, if I have the, like the darks and the lights correctly, then once I go into color correcting, I can make it match the color script exactly. Oh my gosh, you put so much time into these, man. I'm telling you what. I do. That is awesome. I have so much fun with it. This is so much fun to do these. That is so awesome. I mean, they look like official VeggieTales content. They're so good. Well, thank you. I, just, I look forward to it so much when you put out videos or renders or anything. <laughs> I haven't been much on the renders. I've only been doing renders now because I've been so proud of the new rigs that I've been doing. Yeah. I really like how they've been turning out. I, I've been trying to make them like a, a mishmash of like every single style of VeggieTales that there has been ever. So there's like a little bit of Maya stuff. There's a little bit of mostly like the models themselves are based off of uh, 90s soft image. Yeah. And then I'll, like a lot of the textures are actually based off of uh, VeggieTales in the house. I noticed that. Yeah, the texturing kind of made me think of, and that was one of the good parts about the Netflix series, you know? I think like VeggieTales in the house is a very interesting beast. It, it, it should get a little bit more recognition than it gets. That's, that's my opinion. Well, see, I like the designs. I honestly like the designs as a stylized 3D's characters. But I would like them so much more if they didn't claim to be VeggieTales. Yeah, that's fair enough. That's fair because enough. the show just isn't VeggieTales. It isn't at all. That's not what it is. No, something I guess this is where we get into the part where I talk about, I ramble on about veggie history. Right, let's go, let's go. Let's go into that part. Right. I have a lot to say about like the different adaptations of VeggieTales and like what VeggieTales came to be after the bankruptcy. Yeah, okay, well, let's get going. Because uh, for the longest time, for like pretty much all my life, I've just been wondering like what has drawn me to VeggieTales and just kind of questioned that and just like what makes VeggieTales VeggieTales and what makes like every single person who owns VeggieTales, what makes it so different than what made it so popular. And the thing that I've like drawn to, the conclusion that I've drawn to, that makes 90s VeggieTales so iconic that I don't think anybody else has talked about or gotten to is that veggie, early VeggieTales was like very good at uh, absurdist conceptual humor. Yeah, yeah, like the, the Josh and the Big Wall. I mean, uh, I, the best example of it is Rack Shack and Benny. Okay. Which, uh, because like 
there isn't a lot of really setup and punchline in Veggie Tales. There isn't a lot of traditional joke structure. It's all just like weird, absurd ideas that are just really funny when you just stop and think about it. Like Ratchek and Benny, the story of Ratchek, Meshach, and Abednego mixed with the 1994 Coen Brothers film, The Hudsucker Proxy. It's just such a funny idea. Another example that I didn't like catch on to until like I started re-watching the series like a couple months ago was Larry Boy and the Rumor Weed. Just like the idea of a little weed that has a strong Midwestern accent, just (laughs) like talking about rumors and just growing. It's just how nobody questions it. Just like the closest thing is Mr. Nezzer just being surprised there's a weed on his yard. And then they just go on about how ro- Alfred's a robot. It's just such a funny idea. I'm a talking weed, you're a talking carrot. Your point was. Your point was. Another thing is that like Veggie Tales was made in the Midwest. Yeah. Which is like if you so if some people, if you think about it, that doesn't like make much sense but there is like different factions of comedy in america they like new york has like very quick quick ridded like stand up to the man that kind of humor yeah very strong very like stand upish humor you know hollywood has this like cool guy quippy sense of humor just like we're the best look at me look yeah. at these quips then you get to the South and the Midwest, which are two sections of America. The Midwest more that are like so underrepresented in comedy, but I wish there was so much more of. Midwest is like basic, the South is known for like really stupid humor, but the Midwest is known for like weird, absurdist, abstract humor that I'm just such a huge fan of. That's and awesome. that's like a lot of that is like deeply ingrained in Veggie Tales, I think. I think so too. I think so too. Yeah. And I think that's what, where people have kind of missed the mark whenever they try to like, they try to reignite what made Veggie Tales Veggie Tales is that they don't take those two aspects like into consideration the absurdist conceptual humor and the absurdist Midwestern humor. Okay, I think I get what you mean. Like by absurdist conceptual, you mean like the concept. The concept itself is just weird, right? Just yeah, absurd. and they just like okay, uh, like late two thousands Veggie Tales. I think it was a pretty good era for Veggie Tales, but it was not the nineties. It was not the nineties, no. It was not the nineties, and it was I don't know. Things just felt too normal. Yeah, I, I guess so. Yeah, they they felt a little too um, not not, just, not not enough slushies and pizza. Yeah, they kind of took themselves a bit too seriously. You can kind of see that in Larry. Like Larry in the late two thousands is just kind of an everyman. Yeah, he kind of he kind of did a reverse Goofy. But then we get to Veggie Tales in the House, and he just like loses his brain completely. Veggie Tales in the House is a more extreme '90s Veggie Tales, I think. A very extreme '90s Veggie Tales. And then, uh, Veggie, the Veggie Tales show kind of pulls it back, but not far enough. Yeah, yeah, Larry's still kind of. Um... He's in between '90s Larry and Veggie Tales in the House Larry. 
Yeah, yeah, he's not like bouncing off the walls, but he's not, you know. But he's not like just kind of dopey. Yeah, yeah. I think like the biggest problem with the VeggieTales show is the direction. Well, that's not the biggest problem. There's two like really massive problems with the VeggieTales show. It's the direction and the uh, and the time, the time that it takes for each episode to come out. Don't don't forget distribution. Ah, this distribution, distribution. Yeah. I, I distribution doesn't have that much to do with it. I don't think. I guess as long as they have a way to watch it. I just think like they didn't really. The Vinci Talk Show, like the marketing, you know, and the, they don't. The really marketing know. sucked. The marketing absolutely sucked in every way, shape, and form. But I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the, like the creative aspect of creating the show. Okay. Because like, you have the. Do you know who's who's the showrunner for the VeggieTales show? Uh, I Todd Waterman, right? Yes. Yeah. Do you know who he is? Not entirely, no. He's known for two things. Okay. Creating an American Tale. Uh-huh. And, well, he didn't create it. I, he was involved with American Tale. The second thing he's known for is that he was in some sort of drama with Kim Kardashian. Oh, so not good for VeggieTales. <laughs> he, he's very Hollywood-based. Yeah, I didn't realize that. I just looked him up. Yeah. Yeah, I thought he was a little more... Um... Like in the Christian, in the Christian. Market. I'm sure he is a Christian. I'm sure he does identify as a Christian. No, I mean like I mean more in the the, the Christian market, like TBN and stuff. Yeah, I get what they they do. <laughs> that sentence didn't make any sense. I I get kind of get the mindset of having this like show business guy like ch- trying to get Veggie Tales back off the ground. The problem with that is that it's a show business guy. The show business guy is actually directing, like, the, uh, the VeggieTales show. Like, like I said, there was these different factions of comedy in America. There's Hollywood, New York, Midwest, and the South. Why would you have a Hollywood director try to direct Midwestern comedy? I get what you're saying. I get. What, I see how you're tying that in. Yeah. So there's this really strange dissonance between the directing and Phil's script. Because I, I do not believe in any way, shape, or form Todd Watersman understands at all why VeggieTales, like, is VeggieTales. I don't think he understands the jokes. Because, like, I can see glimmers of hope in the jokes that Phil writes, but the way that they're directed, the way that they're scored, the way that they're animated completely fall flat on their face. The animation for me is a big problem. For me, it's both the animation and the score, and also the sound effects. Why is there cartoon sound effects in Veggie Tales? I guess there were in the really early days, but like my favorite part of Veggie Tales is the mixture of the absurdist comedy and the realism that they tried to put into like the sets and the textures. Yeah, yeah, like the you, you mean like early two thousands, right? And late 90s, early 2000s, like, I personally believe that the only VeggieTales episode that has aged perfectly is Larry Boy and the Rumor Weed. Oh, that one's, that one's still great. The animation, everything about that one's great. I can barely find a flaw in that animation that is too distracting. For real, for real, that's a good one. 
like even like the next one after that like king george and esther like there are some things that are a bit iffy with those but larry boy and the rumor weed they perfected soft image up to that point they did yeah i just kept with soft image that would have been pretty cool yeah but the uh, you know it got discontinued oh did it yeah that's why oh. they switched to maya that's right that's right i remember reading that in his book i thought i was thinking they just switched to update and make it look better and I read that Silvestri's book, actually. No. I, I noticed with Esther that the animation style is very, like, is very softy much. It is. Which is strange. Yeah. I've noticed that, too. It doesn't look like Maya. Except Larry. Larry looks like Maya. But Mr. Lunt and the rest of the characters look like softy much. Yeah, I think it was Mark Vaccano. I don't think he fully stood into the d- directing animation mode then. And then when it came to Lyle... I think, like, he really got a hold of the characters. Also, they were rebuilding them from Jonah. There was also that. Yeah, they had to make Junior's eyes bigger. Yeah. Apparently, also Bob, Bob's tomato shape, he got a little rounder. He got a little slimmer. He lost some weight. He did. He did. He had to gain it back for the movie. Thank you. He lost lost Ah. weight for the movie. He got, look, you cannot, like, diss Bob's workout regimen from King George and the Ducky to Lyle the Kindly Viking. Like, he worked out pretty hard. Oh, you know, he did. And Mr. Lunt always keeping his slender, boardly shape or whatever he says. I I think he's just bluffing about that. I have not seen that man change very much. No, I haven't even. I haven't in the Netflix series. <laughs> like, he went, he underwent minimum change. He needs to, like, admit how stubborn he is. I he Sometimes I love him, but sometimes I can't stand him, you know? He was like, you will not redesign me. It will not happen. See, they tried to. They had the concept art for it, but Mr. Lud just like he wouldn't put on new clothes. He wouldn't change himself. Nope. Not I guess happening. like oh, I guess we're filming with this. I know Mr. Lund's like not happening. You all can such put on a, your weird makeup and fake eyebrows, but I'm not doing it. He's such a diva. He is. He really is. I still love him though. Oh, Mr. Lund. <laughs> Mr. Lunt and Larry just they go together so well. They, they sh- we should replace this podcast, which is Mr. Lunt and Larry. I that's my decree. <laughs> the Mr. Lunt and Larry podcast. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. They should have that. I guess like if they don't have anything to bounce off of together, there's something I've noticed whenever I listen to those audio commentaries. It's just kind of like. <laughs> The differences in attitude that Mike and Phil have with what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah, because I, whenever I listen to those, I feel like uh, Mike is trying to be a bit more professional and try to keep everything together. And then Phil is just like doing some free association exercise. Yeah, I get that too. It's like they switch roles. <laughs> <laughs> it's but, right. It's like Phil Vischer's Larry and Mike Rocky's Bob. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I mean, Phil has said like a lot of times that like he just has this little Mr. Lunt shaped hole in his heart that whenever it comes out, like he just does not stop talking. <laughs> yeah, that's a good thing though. Like imagine, imagine if, um, well, I mean, we have to imagine it. We got VeggieTales in the house. Like that's what happens when you take the creators out. You know? Yeah. That's what happens. You, you rip the heart and soul. <laughs> But VeggieTales in the House should get a little bit of credit. It had some good episodes. It had some decent episodes. I'm not sure if I would say 
Uh, I mean, not good on the standards of the classic series, but good compared to, you know, like Playground Tales, no. But it, yeah. I guess. I mean, I gotta admit, I don't really watch much animation besides VeggieTales. No, I don't watch many cartoons. Have you watched uh, VeggieTales in the house all the way through? No. No. I watched it a bit when I was a kid. I think I liked it. But I like watched it a few years later. It's like, nah, I'm not having this. Yeah, now I don't like it. Yeah, I'm actually, I started from the beginning. I'm on season three now. Reggie Dillon the House came out at a weird time for me because there was a very short phase in my life where I didn't watch Veggie Tales. And then at some point, the show started to come back for me. And that's when Veggie Tales in the House came out. You were like, no. I had mixed feelings at first. I tried to get into it. I don't know. No, not, not I can't speak. I can't speak for my little boy self, my little middle school self. Yeah, not not the same at all. But you know, it's it's entertaining, and I guess that's what a show's supposed to do is entertain. So I'll give it that. I don't know. I don't know about that. You, you weren't entertained. Was well, that like Veggie Tales? was built to do more than entertain. Well, I mean, like, a Netflix show, not like a show like Normal Veggie Tales. You know what I mean? Like, a, a, a typical TV show is just trying to entertain you. But when it has the heart and soul of Veggie Tales, it's doing more than that. I mean, a kid's show, probably, but, like, a lot of good shows Veggie Tales, there. Yeah, Veggie Tales went way further than just entertaining. Veggie Tales tried to do... Another thing with Veggie Tales in the house, that I forgot to... That I, we kind of droned off with. I forgot to mention the second problem with the VeggieTales show. Yeah. That I'll go on off, gone on about is the, the schedule that they tried to put on it. See, I don't think the problem with the animation is particularly like the animation studio or anything like that. I think it's just that they tried to make VeggieTales a regular thing. Okay, so you mean like get enough episodes out so they can release them regularly? Yeah, because that's not that's not what the, made the show good. No, no, not frequency, but quality. It was quality over quantity. Like, the show went on for, what was it, like 20 years? No, the show went on for, like, 20 years, and they only made, like, 40 episodes. Yeah, they hit, like... Like, so many of them are really good. They really are. I think they hit 20... 22 years almost, 22 yeah. years whenever they canceled the original series, but they're still going now and it's been almost 30 years. You, what, what made the original show so special, to me at least, is like how much time they would put into each episode, how much care they would put into the, each episode, into trying to make it good. And also just like, like I grew up in the late 2000s era, like 2006, 2009. I have all the DVDs like up to 2009. And just like that era, it like was just every single episode of VeggieTales was special because you knew it would be a little bit before the next one comes out. Yeah, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. It wasn't just like, you know, this was, was a monthly episode. Two weeks later, they're announcing another one. Yeah, it wasn't like, I don't know. Like a new season of SpongeBob is just like, oh, here's an episode. Oh boy. Not, another not... one's coming next week. Don't even get me started on that. 
classic spongebob all the way this like also how do you expect to capture the original show if you're not putting the time and effort that the original crew did for real for real and just like you know respect the people who used to work on the show and carry that on yeah it's just I think Phil kind of had the, the same mentality from from what I read in his book of just like trying to make VeggieTales a regular TV thing, which was kind of the thing that killed it was his like ambition to try to make it a, a mainstream thing. Yeah, it doesn't have to be mainstream. It's, it's got a niche audience. Yeah. And that's kind of what makes it special. It's a very special show. It is, for sure. And even the 2010s episode, they had some good ones. Celery Night Fever, for me, was great. They had some pretty good ones. Yeah, I've been rewatching them, but it's like the same problem that I have with the VeggieTales show, where, well, with the VeggieTales in the house, kind of, except not as extreme, where it doesn't have like the same sense of humor or the same heart that the original series did. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I can because that. a lot of the jokes in, I think, like, 2010's VeggieTales, I think, captured the weirdness, but didn't capture the kind of, what's the right word? Maybe the, the sense of humor? Yeah, I guess so. Kind of the grittiness. Yeah, I, I get what you mean. Like the, the humor felt more like Nickelodeon humor and less like VeggieTales humor. Yeah, it's just more like, there's... There's a big difference between uh, being self-aware and self-referential. Wait, so could you, could you elaborate on that? I'm sorry. Well, if you're like, my mom's yelling at my brother over there. Oh, <laughs> you're fine, you're fine. When you're like self-aware, the original, the original series was self-aware. And then like, as the series progressed, it got more self-referential i think the best example of that is like i'll give you two no hands jokes from the show okay. from the classic era one self-referential one self-aware the self-referential one is what everyone knows which is you know josh in the big wall everyone starts clapping tom asks how are we clapping that's I more so no idea that's more so self-referential humor just like we're referencing the weirdness and the absurdity of the situation that we're in. How wacky and absurd is this? Ha ha ha. This is so wacky and absurd. Self-awareness is like a lot more subtle than that. My favorite no hands joke, besides the special effects joke in the audio commentary, is Rackshack and Benny, the machines. Oh, and they actually have hands. Yes, because like, they were in an era where it was kind of confusing to do, know what to do with no hands. So it's just kind of, what do we do with that? Oh, we give the machine hands. And it's just this really absurd visual of a machine with Mickey Mouse gloves. I know, it looked like Mickey Mouse, didn't it? Yeah. So that's self-aware. They're self-aware of the predicament that they're in creatively. So like they make a joke out of it. Not, not a self-referential joke, that's like a lot more lazy if you want to think about it that way, where you just point, where you just point out the predicament that they're in, or it's like you do something creative with it. Yeah, third wall, third wall breaks, or fourth wall, sorry. 
I, I'm not a big fan, not a huge fan of fourth wall breaks unless they like really catch you off guard. It's funny every now and then, but then like in Veggie Tales in the House, they're constantly saying like, oh, we do this every episode. Oh, I change my job every episode. Yeah, and, you know, that's more I, self-referential and I don't care for it. Yeah. It's like, well, if the joke is that you do that every episode, don't do that every episode. Like you don't have to do that every episode. <laughs> yeah. Know? It's, you know, it can still be funny, but sometimes they overdo it. They just like... They just don't do anything creative with what they they are. Yeah, I think like in the VeggieTales show, like here's the thing, you've got, you know, we're, we're in an era now where animation is crazy. You know, like you can do some crazy stuff with computer animation. Yeah. And so there's no reason why the VeggieTales show should look like it does when they, they were making animation look better than that 20 years ago. Well, like I said, it was the, it is a time crunch. Exactly, exactly. Like, if they had just put the effort in, you know? I mean, they put the effort in. If they had just... If they just had out. given themselves the time. That's it. If they had slowed down. Because there was a lot of effort being put in. They just needed to slow down. They really needed it to slow down. I mean, the mouth shapes are strange. Oh, they're really strange. <laughs> they're so strange. One scene that really stood out to me as being odd in Emperor of Envy, when all the League steps aside. You've seen all these episodes, right? I haven't seen the Larry Boy episodes. Okay, okay. So I, I don't want to ruin it for you then. But there's some there's some strange animation in that one. Yeah, I Best Christmas Gift was pretty good in animation terms. I like the animation in that one kind of besides the mouths. The mouths really need some work. I mean, they had um Prana not trilogy at that point. Yeah. That made a big difference in trilogy. You know, they could have they could have made that look right. Like they had some great. I don't. No, they couldn't because of the time. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. If if they had had the time, they could have made that look right. I don't even think if they had the time, they could have made it look right. I think they had. They really need to go back to like the texture mouths that they had before. I like those because the Veggie Tales designed themselves are extremely abstract. They are for sure. Yeah. So it's like hard to fit room for a mouth on some of those characters. Yeah, well, it's just like it's, the characters are extremely built on symbol. What's the term? I guess symbolic, not symbolic, not in the literary term symbolic, but I'm trying to say iconography. I know what you're trying to say. Iconography. The VeggieTales characters are extremely based off of iconography, like rudimentary shapes, right? Yes, like root, like a smiley face. Yeah, I got, I got you. They're based on like really sim- simplified, like renderings of faces, iconography wise. So, and the mouths themselves are based off of iconographic mouths, mouth shapes that you know you look at the mouth and you know what sound it's making, kind of. Yeah, yeah, like the, the, he he'd have the different. Um... Like he could pull in like a, a British mouth or whatever and just have it like kind of to the side. Kind of, yeah. Commentaries. You have all those like mouth shapes and you just pull them in because that's the sound that they're making. So like, and you have the freedom of the mouths that the VeggieTales show mouths do. Like it's so hard to be precise with that. Actually, like you're not supposed to be precise with that because when you do, whenever you're doing lip sync, I've like I've learned this very recently, so it's not in any of my animations. But whenever you're supposed to do lip sync, it's supposed to be like really subtle. Mm-hmm. Like 
it's that's a lot easier to pull off when you have like a Pixar head and like the mouth it does really look like a mouth and you know that that's what the character is speaking but when you have such an abstract iconographic character like the VeggieTales characters do when you try to put that kind of subtlety with that kind of like mouth shapes that actual mouths do it looks so odd it does for sure the scene in Emperor of Envy I was talking about like his mouth is like a triangle and it's like it's not matching it's just like shrinking in and out and jumping up and down and you know he's kind of zoomed out so you can't notice it unless you look close enough it's on ricochet yeah but it's you know you'd have to watch the episode because i don't want to tell you what happens in it but i'm sorry about the cracking have you heard that you probably no, heard. I, I didn't notice it you're good okay. you're good i mean if there is any cracking in the recording i have like some water bottles right next to me no you're good that i've you're been good. drinking because you know when you're talking this long you're bound to get thirsty. For sure, for sure. I'm enjoying this interview, though. So does that kind of sum up? Does that kind of sum up the VeggieTale history? I think kind of. That's kind of summed up everything that I had to say about okay, so. vegetables and the vegetable, you know, history of vegetables from nice, Garden nice. of Eden. You know, Bob and Larry came out and they live forever. They do. They live. Forever. That's why they can't go to heaven. It's because they can't die. They were not the forbidden fruit. They were not the forbidden fruit. They were the ones that were like right next to Adam and Eve. So like, don't do it. Stop don't it. Stop. Stop. Stop it. No. <laughs> so from all eras of Veggie Tales, what is your number one favorite episode? Narrow it down to like the best. Could be movie. Could be short film. You know, just best project, I guess. That's such a tough question for me. That's such a tough question for me. I got asked this question like recently and I could not think of a straight answer. Actually, one thing that I wanted to talk about. Oh, uh, yes. Go off a little tangent, a little one. Hopefully it's a little one. I rewatched The Pirates Who Don't Do Anything recently. Okay. This is an odd film. It is very odd. I mean, it's a VeggieTales film. Yeah, well... It doesn't feel like a VeggieTales film. That's why I'm talking about. Okay, okay. It was written by Phil. It was directed by Mike. But it does not feel like VeggieTales. So how, how, how would that be? Like, what, what to you made it not feel like VeggieTales? It was the designs. Like, all the, all the designs, like, did not feel VeggieTales-ish. Oh, oh, you mean, like, like, the detail and stuff? Like, the kind of... Not the detail. Like, structure-wise... Like okay, okay, like you know how like I'm sorry, not to interrupt you. Like in the hairbrush song where the door is just kind of bent. Well, that's part of it, but another part of it is that like, uh, Joseph Pulich, like one of my absolute favorite, like concept artists. Oh, he's great. Yes. Yeah, I hope to get him on the show sometime. But that that's that'd be a. That'd be great, but like Joseph Pulich, how he would do his concept designs, just like the freedom that he had. My favorite example of that is uh, the concept art for the peas in Josh and the Big Wall. Have you seen those? I think so. Yeah, they, they're on yeah. the DVD features, right? Yeah, and it's just like so many different designs, so many different costumes. Just like you had a football helmet. You had like a biker, you had biker peas. You had like the 
Jericho helmet piece that are in the actual episode. So many, all these different costumes, all these different designs, all so varied for the exact same character in the exact same context. So he's given options, right? Yeah, well, like, not only are there options, but they're so bizarre and insane options that, like, don't make any sense in any other context except for VeggieTales. I know what you mean. I know what you yeah. mean. Yeah, and then you look at the pirates who don't do anything. It's just like, it's a pirate ship. <laughs> That's about it. That It looks like you, Universal made it, you know? Yeah, I guess so. It's just like, it's very much, yes, that's a pirate ship. What, like, you could put literally any characters in that pirate ship and it would not look out of place. You could what? have um, Jack Sparrow on the pirate ship and that would have worked too. Yeah, just <laughs> like, so when you put, like, these vegetables in them, it just feels kind of odd, which I guess was kind of the point, which is kind of, like, the point of the show The whole, as a whole was just, like, these bizarre characters, especially Mr. Lunt, just like having them interact with these like straight-faced characters, which would be Willery and the princess and all that. These very straight-faced, very straight characters, you know, playing off of Mr. Lunt and Paul Grape and Larry. I yeah. get the idea with that, but just as a whole, it doesn't feel like VeggieTales. And it contrasts with the ideas that Phil has in the script, like the like the cheese curls or the rocking walks okay like those are strange ideas but they aren't very fun design wise and like again it's just like yep like all the islands look the same they do they do it's like they're just swimming in circles or something i like that movie for me jonah's way better yeah i I still like the movie it's a fun movie it drags a little Oh, so does Jonah, but they're fun. They are fun. They are. For me, Jonah is my number one favorite VeggieTales project ever. I don't, I think Esther is pretty underrated. Oh, for sure. That's a good one. As people say it's boring, I understand no. that Esther single-handedly ruins the episode. <laughs> but, yeah. like, the idea of having this Persian, like, Pers- Persian gangster, like, pastiche. Is like such a creative idea. And that's the kind of thing that I wish was in the Pirates Who Don't Do Anything or in the VeggieTales show or in two or in like 2006 VeggieTales is just like this bizarre ideas with combining them into these strange design because Esther has some of the most interesting designs in the entire series and I love all of them. I know. Are you calling me a Gannett? Are you calling me a Gannett? One of my favorite designs in the series is the cuneiform cups (laughs) which is like a strange little thing to like point out in the entire series it's like of all these wacky ideas for some reason those cuneiform cups i find so satisfying to look at i'd have to look that up but i mean it's attention to detail that made the show so good so i get what you're saying yeah it's just like i love it i mean if you don't think good sorry go ahead such a good show this vegetable show it really is it really is have you seen these vegetables they like (laughs) dance around and they like speak they speak about jesus which is weird but like this is a good show it's like people people who hear the concept of veggie tales need to actually see it to understand it yeah i think phil said something very similar in his book 
I think he did. I think he did. It's such a strange idea, but it's lightning in the bottle, and that's in it's that weird Midwestern absurdist comedy that I just love. For real, for real. Another example, like if you're looking for like absurdist Midwestern comedy, like the Hudsucker Proxy. If anybody who is listening to this right now has not seen the Huds have like watches and loves Veggie Tales and has not seen the Hudsucker Proxy, watch it right now. Okay, that's me. I've never seen it. <laughs> it's like I have it on Blu-ray. I watched it once, bought it immediately on Blu-ray. Is it's the the movie that inspired Rackshack and Benny. And it's like very veggie tales. Like the yeah. entire movie is very veggie tales. I have to check that out. Children's movie, adult movie, what what type of uh it's like PG 13. Okay, cool. So like not animated, right? It's not animated, but like I will warn you, a main plot point of the movie, the movie begins in a fairly comedic kind of, fairly comedic kind of mystical suicide. Oh, oh, so it's kind of, yeah, definitely not a kid's movie. Well, it, like, it, it, it's not very graphic, and also, like, it's fairly, co- <laughs> it's a straight, it's a strange thing to say. But they do the suicide scene in a very similar way that VeggieTales would have done it. <laughs> Sending them down the river? No, it's just kind of like this weird, absurd. I don't want to spoil it. Like one of my, it has one of my favorite jokes in like <laughs> that I've ever seen. But it's just like censorship in VeggieTales is also a very interesting thing. Just like how much they embrace censorship. I'm gonna have to watch that then. That sounds really good. It's a very good movie. Well, it's not a very good movie. It's a pretty good movie. It's extremely funny. The love plot drags a bit, but it's like, <laughs> it has so many really good jokes. I'll have to check that out. Now, someone needs to animate that entire movie with VeggieTales characters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, no, not me. <laughs> I, that's not what I was saying at all. <laughs> I mean, that would be cool, though. Not the movie, but... Mm, I am doing something with it. Really? I am. And that's the thing. Okay, that could hey, be a surprise. Hey, every hey, everybody who's listening to this right now, like stop, stop listening. Finn, I'm just gonna talk to you right now. Okay. You don't have to cut this out. Like everybody who's listening, just plug their ears. Okay. Uh, talk okay. to you, Finn. But I can leave this in the premiere. Yeah, uh yeah, you can yeah. leave it in if everybody who's listening like plugs their ears and closes their eyes and says na 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 na. Go for it, guys. Big okay. Song. okay, like I am doing something with the movie, and that's what my new rigs that I've been working on are for. Really? Yes. Okay, so it's like a little sneak peek, right? Not telling it's anyone a, else this yet. It's a secret. Y'all heard it here, guys. You're not hearing anywhere. Else. No, he didn't. No, they did not hear anything. Right. They plugged that's their right. ears. That's Have right. you not been paying attention? That's right. Nobody did, heard anything. You did not hear it here. You did not hear it here. You can you can unplug your ears now. You can unplug. Wait, how are they getting them plugged their ears if they're not listening? It's like they have their ears plugged, and you can say, "Okay, you can keep hearing now." Uh oh, they're gonna miss the whole rest of the show. No, they're not. Look, they they're fine now. Oh, they're listening. Hey, okay. everybody, open your eyes. There it's we go. Breakfast time. <laughs> they're listening now. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I'm looking forward to seeing that. It's got to be a while. <laughs> well, it's worth the wait. I mean, your animations are always worth it. 
thank you. And the content is so good. It's like you, you, you know, that's what made, that's what you're just talking about. What made VeggieTales so good is the time they spent on what they did. Not yeah. The not the frequency. Yeah, I mean, like VeggieTales is the main reason why I'm doing all of this. I mean, I mean it's you could, sorry. Go ahead. I, at some point, I not to be a bit of a downer, but at some point, I might stop doing VeggieTales animations. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I just like I will never move on from the show because it is like the artistic kind of uh, foundation for everything that I have done and will be doing. You should try to like I was looking at your concept art, your storyboards, your paintings. You should try to develop some characters, and like you, I that, have that could be big. That could be big, like original, fully original characters that you could, I, you know. I have been for like a few years now. I actually have a maquette of one of my characters that I've created like right next to me right now. Oh, that's so cool. I like him, he's cute. I made him myself. His tie broke off, but I, you know, he's still cool. I wish I could see that. See, I'm, I'm this is an auditory medium. Such is the limitations, but we gotta, you know, we can't choose what we get, only what we do with it. It's only a wish. Lord of the Beans right there, though, nice. <laughs> yeah, I've developed a few characters, but you know, that's on my main channel, and that hasn't really gone anywhere yet. I like uh, I like some of your animations. Oh, thank you. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, I really like how you draw the characters and how you animate them. It's very, very energetic. Larry Boy cartoon adventure style, you know? Yeah. But when you're watching these on my channel, just keep in mind, a lot of these like were the first animation I ever did, and they do not look like how I would do them now, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't know, Veggies in Space, the one I did for that just looks really bad looking back on it. I mean, that's how it is. That's how it be. That's how it be. I actually just, I spliced so much official footage from the actual song in there just to cover up the animation I did that looked so bad. Ah. But I'm, I'm proud of a few of those. I mean, it's, it's not like I can do that with any of my animations. No, you could. I, I think you could. I definitely couldn't do Blender that way. Like what you're doing just looks amazing. Oh, thank you. Always, always look forward to releases on board animations. And as soon as they pop my YouTube recommendations, I watch them three times. Three times? <laughs> back to back. And then I I'll wait that's... a week and watch them three more times. That might be a few times too many. You might oh, have no. addiction there. Oh, no. <laughs> no, they're so good, though. You have an outro song? What's that? Are we closing this up around here? Yeah, we're about to, about to wrap it okay. up. Do you I have an outro have... song? I do not, no. Uh, I could make one for you. All right. Hold right on. Not right now. Uh, Get, get some time, fill some dead air for me. Hold on. So what we have learned applies to our life today. God has a lot to say. Book. So we know that God's word is for everyone. Now that our song is done, we'll take a look. Phil is great, Phil is cool, he should go to school, this has been the show, time to go. That was awesome, one more time. Thank you, okay. I gotta hear it again. Phil is great, Phil is cool, you should go to school, that's the end of the show, time to go. Dude, that was amazing. Thank you. I made, I've written that. Like I have it written down right here and I've 
had it for years and I made it specifically for you. Oh, thank you. You know, you, you can't see it. Once again, it, it's all audio, but I am giving you a standing ovation right now. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's a bit unnecessary for this odd toy medium, but I will take it with my heart. I can imagine it in my head right now. I and uh, I am, you know, you can't see it because this is an odd toy medium, but I am crying. Oh. I am and bawling my eyes out. And I'm standing. And I have a big snot bubble coming out and it's about to pop, but it just won't. No. <laughs> this has been awesome. You know, you can come back on the show anytime you want because I, I think we could talk for another two hours. <laughs> well, thank you. This has been very fun. And that outro was amazing. Thank you. Made me think of Schoolhouse Polka. Weather, 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 whether you like, you like it or not. I haven't learned that song. I need to learn that song. Oh, that would be great. Tell you what, you learned that song. You got to get back on the show immediately and play it. <laughs> All right, I will. Or you could just, you know, we could just meet up and record it, you know. It doesn't even have to be a full podcast. <laughs> you got to hear that accordion. I make an arrangement for that. We can do some. All right, awesome. Well, this has been so much fun. Yo, this has been Gord Animations on the Ultimate Unofficial VeggieTales podcast. We're signing out. Remember that God made you special and he loves you very much. I'm a gourd. He is indeed. See y'all.